Welcome, men, to another edition of For Men Only vlog that we've been doing for the last couple of weeks, and we're going to continue. I hope you've enjoyed them as much as we've enjoyed um, doing them. And uh, we have a great lineup of uh, guest vloggers coming up in the next while. So tune in. I hope this helps you as much as it helps me. Today, we're going to talk about being a real man. And uh, let's go to 1 Kings chapter 2. David is on his deathbed, King David, and he's got some advice for his son Solomon. And I love his words, what he says. He says It says here, um, I go by the way of all the earth. Be strong, therefore, and prove yourself a man. I love that. Uh, that's, we have to take this into consideration because these are the very last words that he spoke to Solomon. So, you know, they must be important. You know, be strong and prove yourself a man. Great words. Maybe not the ones that you'd like to hear from your father on his deathbed, but, you know, the first part's okay, be strong. But the other part, you know, prove yourself a man. Well, I don't know, that's kind of iffy, but David's advice is like, you know what, I'm leaving Solomon. I'm not here anymore. You can't rely on me anymore. You know, dad's gone. Um, can't rely on me for anything, not for money, not for help, not for strength, not for advice, not for wisdom. You know, there's nothing... You know, you're basically you're on your own. You can't rely on me anymore. You're, you be a man. And I think it's great advice for all of us to give our sons. You know, at some point in time, you know, here I want you to be a man, and this is how you do it. And if you're going to be a man, you need to prove that you are a man. And that's a touchy subject, obviously. But I remember what uh, my uncle used to say to me. Uh, he said, "Brent, are you a man or a mouse?" And he'd say, "Shut up and pass me the cheese." And I always thought that was funny. I don't, I don't know if it is funny. It's probably not that funny. But, you know, am I a man or am I a mouse? And so I always wanted to be a man. And my initial um, understandings or knowledge of being a man was based purely on men being physically strong. And I know even today, in today's world of superheroes, you know, we love Thor. We love the Hulk. You know, we love feats of strength. I like watching those strongman competitions that I on the TV, um, guys that are really strong. And I'm always amazed at their strength. And, you know, I remember reading the story of Louis Cyr, a Canadian, French-Canadian strongman, and uh, how who is called one of the strongest men that ever lived. I, I read his book. I watched the movie. Wonderful stuff about how strong he was. And I, I love watching feats of strength. You know, and I think every boy, you know, every, you know, yeah, but I'd say boy, fantasizes or, you know, about being a real man. And as we progress into our teenage years, you know, we're, we, we start to struggle as to what being, what a real man is. And, of course, every teenager wants to be treated like a real man. You know, if you want, they want to be like an adult. They want to be seen as an adult. They want to be treated as an adult. And, you know, a lot of problems stem in the relationship between father and son at this time. But we need to teach our teenagers what uh, being a real man is all about and it's not just being physically strong and so the two things that have the most uh, I think sway over us as to are, are defining what a real man is is number one what our role models were be it our father grandpa uncles people that we work with associate with and so on and number two I think the the culture that uh, the video screen has shown us. 
you know, from the tall, dark, and handsome, strong, silent type, or the, the, how do I say this, the more frail man, you know, understanding, compassionate, you know, more feminine in their characteristics. And all these things can just bring confusion to us. Thank God for the Bible. Thank God for God who has given us great instruction as to what a real man is. And so if you want to find that out, you got to read the Bible. Amen. And so we need to understand what a real man is. And the good thing is that we were created strong. You know, man has muscles, um, some more than other, but overall man has at least 40% more muscle mass than women. And uh, God made man strong for a reason. There's you know, plenty of reasons and that's good. We celebrate it, we need to have it. It's awesome, we need to get strong and maybe get stronger too. First um, Peter 3, 7, you know, Peter gives us a word here, says husbands, likewise dwell with them, he's talking about the wives, with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel, um, as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers would not be hindered. So we need to realize, he says, that men are stronger than women. He doesn't mean this spiritually, he doesn't mean this mentally, he doesn't mean this emotionally, he, he means it in a physical sense. Men have a stronger vessel. We're put into stronger vessels. That, that's, that's as simple as you can get it. But there's something that we're supposed to do with this strength, and that is to honor our wives. In other words, use our strength for the benefit of our wives. Use our strength for the benefit for the good of all. And I think that's what he's saying here. And so um, we're to use it to protect her, obviously. We use our strength to protect. We use our strength to fight for what's right. We use our strength to help. And so we've got to use our strength to help her. I mean, uh, you know, for instance, every year at wintertime, when Christmas comes around, like right now, you know, my wife will ask me to go and get all the Christmas stuff down that we have stored in my garage in a huge space. It's a huge space, actually. And it's got hundreds and hundreds of pounds of Christmas stuff that my wife has gathered in the last many years and continues to gather every year. And this year was no different. So I got to get the ladder, go over there, get stuff out of the way and then haul it all down, haul it into the house. And you know, it's it's amazing how many times I have uh, moaned about it, you know, uh, you know, not look forward to it and you know, kind of gave my wife the gears for having all that stuff. But you know what, better me to do it than her. You know, I don't want my wife crawling up ladders. I don't want her getting hurt straining and lifting, which I've seen her do sometimes because she wants to do everything. But I'm I'm created to do that. I, I'm physically strong. I'm able to do that. And so I'm going to go do that, you know. So guys, you know, help your wives. You know, carry the groceries, you know, carry the kids around, lift this, do that, you know, whatever she asks you to do. Do all the hard labor around the house, the yard, you know, whatever it is. You know, don't let your wife do those things. You know, you, you were created with strength. So let's just remember that. Use your strength as God has commanded. It's a great thing to be strong. First Timothy 4.8 says, For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. You know, and some people spend an inordinate amount of time, guys, working on their physique, working on their, their physical strength, you know, from CrossFit, lifting weights, to what you know, whatever we, whatever they do, and you know, because they, they want to look good, they want to get stronger, and you know, and is it is it important to be strong? Yes, it is important to exercise. Yes, it is. All these things are important, but 
to do it inordinately, which means um, spending more time at it than what is necessary or right. That that's that's going to be wrong. First Kings two three says, and keep the charge of the Lord your God. David is continuing after he says, be strong, prove yourself a man. He says, and keep the charge of the Lord your God to walk in His ways, His statutes, His commandments. So he says, basically, so that you can prosper and be successful wherever you turn, whatever you do. So he's he's giving a guideline to Solomon. He said, be strong. And if you just read that out of context, we might think he's saying, well, start working out, you know, get stronger. But that's not necessary. That's not what he means at all. He means to be strong in the Lord. So being strong spiritually is more important than being strong physically. Some guys are strong on the outside, but weak on the inside. They have neglected the inner man for the outer man. It's a huge mistake. And so, man, we are to be strong spiritually. We are to, to pray. We are to read the Bible. We are to study the Word of God. We are to pursue God. We are to go after God and spiritual things. We are to obey the Word. We are to read the Bible. We are to meditate on it. Real men love God. Real men pursue God. You know, I remember when I first came to church many, many years ago, it was not uncommon to see mostly women who were excited for God, had a passion for God, you know, other than the, other than the pastor. You know, if there was uh, some songs and, you know, people were dancing or going for God, pursuing God, it was mostly women up there with tambourines and dancing and, you know, not very many men. Maybe the odd guy, the spiritual guy would come down there. You know, a lot of the other men would stand back, you know, well, we don't do that. I'm a man, you know, I don't dance and I don't, I don't, I don't seek God. That's all feminine stuff and you know, all that kind of stuff. But you know what? That was wrong. That's so wrong. The first commandment says to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your what? Strength, it says. With all your strength. And it's it's interest, it's interesting how men often put a lot of time, energy, and strength into the things that they love, their hobbies, their sports, their their working out, their their passions, you know, whatever it is they're interested in. Men, men are interested in many things. And I'm not against any of that. I'm not saying it's it's bad or evil. No, no, no. But it can be taken out of context. And so we need to be careful that we use our strength primarily for the initial and right thing that God has commanded us. In Ephesians 6.10, uh, Paul is writing to the church saying, he says here, if you're going to be a real man, he says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I like that. Be strong in the Lord. You know, his strength in us is more important than our own strength. Because with his strength, we can overcome. With his strength, we can do all things. With his strength, we can be more than conquerors. But just on our own, we are limited. I mean, let's face it. Physical strength alone cannot overcome spiritual difficulties. It doesn't matter how strong you are physically. You know, Samson was strong. He could do lots of things. But his power came by the Spirit of God, not of God, not by his own strength. And so if we're just physically strong, but we're not spiritually strong, we can still be overcome by spiritual forces. We can still be spiritually weak. And God is saying, be strong spiritually. In fact, Paul prays for uh, people in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. He says, for this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. That, I like this prayer. This is his prayer. And this is a prayer we should pray over ourselves. 
pray over our families. I prayed this over the church many hundreds of times, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might. Let's just stop there. I love that part. That he would be, that we would be strengthened with might. And if you just stop there, you'd say, well, physically, I'm going to be strong. And that's good. But that's not where it ends. But I like that. Strengthened with might. Did you know that there was such a thing as spiritual might, spiritual strength? Maybe you didn't. But you know what, men? It's time that we grab the hold of this, that we would be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. See, there's a strength that can come to the inner man, the real you. Your spirit, the inside of you, is the real you. The outer man, yes, it's the real you, but it's it's not the real you necessarily. It is just one part of you. And God has called us not to be just strong physically, but also emotionally, mentally, and of course, spiritually, which I think is one of the most neglected areas that man has. You know, we love, you know, men are men. You know, we we love, I mean, the typical man, okay, not all men, but typical men. We love hunting. They like fishing. They like sports. They like fast cars. They like, you know, chasing things. They you know, we're made to use our strength, you know. But we need to make sure that we don't use it out of context. That means that we use our God-given strength for the things that God wants us to use it for, not just for what we want to use it for. And that one of the perils or dangers, one of the cons of being a man, is that these natural giftings of that we like strength, we, we love, we're attracted to strength, we're attracted to using our strength and our energy is that we often use it for the wrong things. And they're not always the wrong things. Sometimes they're good things, but we put more energy into them than what is right and proper. And so I want to encourage you guys today that you were created to be strong in the spirit as well. You were created to be strong. You know, so men, I want to encourage you, use your spiritual strength. Start lifting spiritual weights. And you know what? You will become a spiritual giant. Read the word. Be strong in God's word. Spend time praying. Pursue God. Be at church. Be the first one there. Worship. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and strength. And I guarantee you, you know, good things will happen. Good things will come out of this. And I want to close with this one scripture. It says, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, 13, and 14 says, Be alert. Stand firm in the faith. Act like a man. Be strong. I love that. Act like a man. How? Be strong. So I'm going to end there, guys, and I'm, I'm glad that you're watching. I'm thankful that you're spending this time with me. I am uh, excited about what God's going to do in you as you continue to serve God and pursue him in these times. And I think that, especially in these days, you know, the whole world, especially those that are in your circle, you know, your family, your friends, your wife, your children, you're, you know, whoever's in your circle, you know, they are, they are longing, they are desiring, you know, to see men become men. And so I want to encourage you today to be man. Be strong and prove yourself a man. Amen. God bless. See you next time. Keep uh, looking forward to the new ones. We have different guys um, doing these blogs week by week. So uh, stay tuned. God bless.